0: Hey guys, but well welcome back to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation. And as you know, we are in a series right now called Spiritual Disciplines. Now, one thing I love to do is I love to coach you, or hopefully inspire you with not only scriptures, but personal life application. So at the end, we'll have some coaching tips to talk about. But today I want to introduce you to the spiritual discipline of fasting. Now, we are literally working our way through a lot of spiritual disciplines. We've talked about prayer, we've talked about Bible study, we've talked about worship and meditation and silence and solitude, and all of these elements of discipline in our personal life. And as you know, we started off the series explaining the difference between self-discipline or personal discipline and spiritual discipline. And just like you need to be self-disciplined, you've heard me say it over and over again on our podcast, on this YouTube channel, you need to be responsible to be disciplined whether that's with your fitness or your eating or your conversations or just being responsible. Those are things you have to do with your personal life. But do you know the Bible talks to us about spiritual disciplines? Now, there's not any certain passage that walks through all the spiritual disciplines, but there are concepts, convictions, presuppositions and truths in the Word of God that teach us how to be spiritually disciplined. And today I want to share with one with you that's really very close to my heart, very personal. If you followed me for very long, you guys, you know that I've written multiple books on fasting. Matter of fact, stay tuned. In just a few weeks, you're going to hear about my third book coming out on fasting. But what I want to do today is I just simply want to talk to you about the spiritual discipline of fasting and why do we fast and where did it come from and why is it important? So the definition of fasting is just very simple. It's abstaining from some or all kinds of food. So I want to start off by just talking about fasting and what it is. Fasting is when you choose to abstain from food. It's when you come to a place by conviction by just knowing you need something changing in your life, something stirring in your life, and you're saying, I need some discipline in my life, and you choose to fast. So what I want to talk to you about today is, first of all, starting, what is the difference between intermittent fasting and spiritual fasting? Now, if you're on the internet at all, or you're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, any of those, you know that intermittent fasting is a big thing today. A lot of people are doing intermittent fasting for weight loss. And I will tell you that I concur. I agree. Intermittent fasting is actually a good thing for your body. I really do think that our body needs to be disciplined. But that would be more of a physical discipline. When you fast that's a spiritual discipline that's you coming to the realization that you need breakthrough in your life you need a touch from god in your life you literally are choosing to abstain for food for more than weight loss for more than just feeling good about yourself you literally are abstaining for food for a completely different reason and it's spiritual and what i want to do in our time together is i want to walk through some of the reasons you might want to fast and you guys these might just kind of trigger something in you. You might be saying, and let's just kind of be honest here. This is real and honest conversation, right? You might just be saying right now, Tammy, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm dealing with depression. I'm dealing with anger. I'm dealing with jealousy. I'm dealing with, I don't even know if there's a God anymore. I'm losing my faith. I'm, ever since COVID hit us, I feel like I've become lethargic and angry. And I say that to you guys because as a life coach and a pastor, I have people talk to me all the time about the struggles that they've had recently. And we've said it before, if you follow me, we we did say that there's a spirit of delusion and confusion and oppression that has really been released over our world today. And I believe that many of us need that power of the Holy Spirit in our life. And I believe fasting can be one of the elements that literally can break that bondage over you remember when jesus said to his disciples some things only happen by prayer and fasting i'm telling you listen jesus said that to his disciples because they themselves just like you and i struggled with breakthrough they struggled with things in their own life and he said listen guys there are some things in your life that you can't just pray about there are some things in your life that need the spiritual discipline of fasting. And we're gonna talk about the power of fasting today. So why should I fast? Well, number one, to prepare yourself for an assignment. If you have an assignment coming up, I guarantee you if you would take a couple days and fast before it, you will see how God will give you strategies. He'll give you wisdom. He'll give you clarity. I believe fasting for an assignment is from God. Do you realize that Jesus spent actually 40 days in the wilderness fasting for preparing himself for his earthly assignment. He literally fasted for 40 days because God literally was speaking to him and through him and giving him, like I just said, clarity. So I tell you what, whether it's a 40 day fast, a 21 day fast, a 10 day fast, a three day fast, a one day fast, I believe if you are very serious that you take a moment and you say, God, I need to fast for my assignment, just like Jesus did in Matthew 4. So you might want to read that passage, Matthew 4, verses 1 through 4, and just say, Jesus, just like you, I want to fast for clarity in my life. But number two, to seek God's wisdom. Now, guys, if you're looking for wisdom in your life, if you follow me very long, you know in my prayer walks every morning I pray for insight, wisdom, and revelation. Do you realize you can specifically ask God for things like that? I am literally walking, I'm talking to God in my prayer time, I'm looking to heaven, I'm looking to God, and I'm saying, God, the God of the universe that knows me better than I know myself, I literally need spiritual insight wisdom and revelation did you know you can pray for that you can pray for wisdom in acts 14 it's the story of saul and barnabas and it says that they actually fasted for wisdom and clarity to know how to teach the churches to go out with the gospel so before these two great men of god started the churches that we read about, Ephesus and the churches at Antioch and, and Philippi and all these great churches. Do you know the Bible tells us right here in Acts 14 that they fasted for clarity and wisdom? So if you're struggling right now, my friend, and you're going, God damn it, honestly, I don't even have a clue. I'm I'm struggling right now to see what God's doing. Can I encourage you that you may need to just fast for wisdom? But did you know the Bible also talks about fasting for mourning? If you're mourning, maybe there's sorrow in your life. Maybe you've lost a loved one. Maybe you've just broken up in a relationship. You're going through a divorce. Uh, A child has rejected you and left you. There's something going on and your heart's heavy and you're mourning. Did you know the Bible tells us that Nehemiah actually fasted as he mourned? In Nehemiah 1 verses 1 through 4, it tells us that Nehemiah entered into this time of fasting because he was mourning for his country. He was mourning for Jerusalem. The walls had been broken down his people have been taken captive. And literally the Bible tells us he was mourning and he went into a fast. So right now, if you feel your heart's heavy and you're just saying, I don't know, I don't even feel like I have hope. I don't know where to go from here. I just feel a heaviness. Let me tell you, just like Nehemiah, you can fast and you can get breakthrough. The Bible says that God gave him breakthrough when he fasted, but you also can fast for protection for protection. Now you guys, we live in a day, oh, how many of us know this, that we literally, literally need divine protection. So often again, on my walks, when I'm walking this morning, I was praying over each of my grandchildren and my children. And, and here's what I do. I, I love to coach you guys. Talk to God and ask that he just put a hedge of protection around your family members, a hedge of protection around your marriage, around your children, around your job, around your mind. Did you understand the power of praying for divine protection? Do you realize the enemy is out there and he wants to bring harm, he wants to bring evil, he wants to mess you up and trip you up. I'm just here to tell you, I think you know it, he is trying hard to destroy you. But every morning, did you realize you can get up and ask God for divine protection protection. And you can even fast for it. The Bible tells us that Ezra declared a corporate fast and he prayed for protection over the people in Ezra 8, 21 through 23. He literally prayed for protection over the Israelites. So I'm telling you right now, I'm giving you all the different ways that you can actually enter into a fast. So wherever you are in your life today, you literally can enter into a fast. But here's one most of us don't want to talk about. Did you know that you can fast for repentance now come on don't cut me off here every one of us need to repent for something so full disclosure because it's an we talk about us being honest conversations do you ever just have one of those days that you wake up and you're cranky and you're just kind of sharp with people and you just don't have the maybe that the bandwidth for people to tolerate people they just get on your nerves yeah. mm -hmm. Well, I had one of those mornings a few days ago and I just found myself with a short fuse and I'm on my walk and I was frustrated over things that were happening and a list of all the reasons why. And Holy Spirit came to me in my heart and he said, Tammy, you have a bad attitude. You're not seeing all the things you want done because you have a bad attitude. Now, you know, come on. When Holy Spirit tells you that, who are you going to argue with? God? It's not like you can argue because I knew he was right. I knew that I was allowing my frustrations to basically capsulate me. And I couldn't think. I didn't have joy. I didn't have happiness. And I didn't have clarity or productivity. And I literally had to stop. And I had to repent. And I said, you know, God, you're right. I really have a bad attitude right now. And I really need you, first of all, and foremost, to forgive me. And that's what repentance is. Repentance means you agree with God and you walk the same way with him. You do a 180 and you turn around and you walk with God. And all I can tell you, come on now, I'm telling you right now, all I can tell you is the minute I repented, the minute I confessed that I had a bad attitude and I was just sour, Holy Spirit began to cleanse me holy spirit began to fill me and let me just tell you a funny part i i received a text message at that very moment from one of my dearest friends and her name of all things is joy and she sends me this text hey just want to tell you how much i love and appreciate you and how much you do for everyone else talk about conviction i was under such conviction and all of a sudden i moved into what holy spirit wanted for me he said tammy the joy of the lord is your strength if you will walk in obedience, and when you get off course, baby girl, just confess. When you have stinking thinking, just align yourself with me. And that's what confession is about. And that's what repentance is about. And that's what happened with the story of Jonah. We all know Jonah and the whale. It wasn't just about this prophet being swallowed by a whale. It was the fact that God had called him to the people of Nineveh and preach repentance. And he didn't want to do it because he did not like the Ninevites. He wanted them to all die and drown. He didn't like these people. But God started with Jonah and he said, you are. Must repent. And I'm telling you, you might think about fasting for a day or two if you just need to clean up your act. Come on now. If you just need to say, God, I've been sour, I've been unhappy and ungrateful, I've been negative, I have not been the person that I want to be, you might consider going on a fast and allowing God to heal you and start with confession and repentance. But then you might need a breakthrough. How about a breakthrough? The Bible tells us in Judges 20 that literally the people needed a breakthrough. It tells us literally that the armies had come up against them. They were being held captive and God gave them breakthrough when they fasted. So I'm telling you right now, those are just a few illustrations of stories in the Bible about fasting. But listen, everyone that fasted fasted for a reason. Everyone that fasted, fasted because they needed God to do something new in them, something fresh in them. And I'm telling you right now, I believe fasting is something the church is not practicing today. That's why I've written books on it. It's something I do on a weekly basis. I literally fast every week in my life, either a certain meal, a certain day, a period of time. And fasting has literally become a spiritual practice in my life. A spiritual practice, because I believe that breakthrough. I believe the blessings of God, and I believe, like Jesus said, some things only happen by prayer and fasting. So you may ask, well, Tammy, can I fast Netflix? Can I fast um, certain things? I mean, what do I? What can I fast? I'm here to tell you that my conviction is that fasting is about food. Everything in the scripture were food fast. And the word literally fast in the original language in Greek actually means shut your mouth. In Hebrew, it means no food. So if you really want to do a spiritual fast, I believe it's a fast from food, not from shopping or spending money or social media or Netflix. Those are good things to abstain from if you need to actually go on a recess from those things and a reset from those things. But I believe that fasting has to do with food. Now you might ask me, well, Tammy, how long should I fast? If you've read in the word of God, you've read lots of different stories about fasting. And we've seen the 40 day fast with Jesus and with Elijah and with Moses, and they all fasted for 40 days. But then we see the Daniel fast, which was a 21 day fast. And then again, Daniel did a 10 day fast. We see that Esther did a fast, and, and um, many fasts in the Bible. You can just read through a lot of them. All these fasts were different periods of time. So I like to tell people, always start off by just asking God, how long do you want me to fast? I personally fast a couple days a week from morning until lunch. A few days a week I fast from morning until dinner time. So those are called partial fast. So I literally just don't eat during those days. I'll have a cup of coffee in the morning, not drink water through the day. But listen, those are days that I'm specifically asking God for something I need as a breakthrough, for healing in a family member, for opportunity that God has for me, for protection over our church and our family. I literally am asking God, actually right now as I'm as I'm recording this, our church staff is in a fast for our new album release that's coming out. So if you don't follow us, shout out, check out Influence Music Official. But we as a staff are fasting this week because we're getting ready to record our next album. So we've come together as like-minded staff, and we've agreed to do a fast. Now, I don't go around and ask my my, my staff members, what are you fasting and what day are you fasting? You see, your fast is before the Lord. It's your commitment to fast a certain food or a certain time frame, but it literally is for you to come before God and say, God, I will fast this for this amount of time. And there are a lot of scriptures. I'll just do a a shout out to you. I'd love for you to check out my book. My first one is called Fasting with God. And you can walk through 21 days of the Hebrew names of God and 21 different fasts in the Bible. And then my second book is called Fasting for Miracles, where I literally walk you through biblical fast And I teach you how to believe in the supernatural realm of God for not only breakthrough, but for miracles in your life. And then my new book coming out in just a few weeks is called Fasting for a Change. And I, again, walk you through 21 days, how you can see personal life change, and God will literally do new things in your life. So you can walk through those books and find out more references there. But let me just talk to you a little bit in conclusion right now. Let me just share with you how not to fast. You know, the Bible walks us through a passage in Isaiah 58, And Isaiah is talking to the people because, listen, back in that day, fasting was a part of their life. But do you realize they did it as a routine and a ritual and not a conviction? They did it because it was just a part of Judaism. It was a part of the law. It was what good people did. But Isaiah tells us in Isaiah 58, don't bring me your fast. Bring me your heart. And he goes on, he said, yet on the day of your fast, do you not do as you please? Don't you, excuse me, you, uh, you exploit all your workers? Your fasting is ending up with quarrels and strife and striking one another with your fist. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard. The Bible is telling us here in Isaiah don't bring me your filthy fast. Don't bring me your rituals and your routine and your pride and your arrogance. Don't be like those who beat their chest. Look at me. I'm fasting. God knows your heart, my friend. Don't try to fast to just be religious. Listen, fast for breakthrough. When you fast with a mindset that you literally are asking God to do supernatural things, to do exceedingly, abundantly, beyond all that you could ask or think, God has a way of checking your heart. God has a way of doing course correction and saying to you, Why are you fasting? Not to be seen by men. So don't ever enter into a fast for others. Enter into a fast for God and the breakthrough that you want to see. You know, I want to end a little bit as we always do with some coaching tips today. And I'm going to ask you to ask yourself three questions as you enter into your fast. Number one, make sure your heart is in the right place before you fast. Before you even and listen, as I mentioned you at the beginning of our time together, I said some of you might be fasting because you're mourning or you're sorrowful or you just need breakthrough. or You're in a burden. So maybe you're not in a good place. But I'm telling you, listen, I, I just know it firsthand when I come to God and I get on my face before him, when I open up the word of God and I begin to meditate on scripture, God does something to woo me, to heal me, to cleanse me, to love me. As I said, he moves in a supernatural way, and my fast is an offering to him. My fast is me saying no to food. Now, I'm going to tell you, this is a struggle because it's flesh. It's a fleshly discipline, so you are going to battle with it, but make sure you start with a clean mind and a clean heart before you go any further in your fast. And then number two, you've got to remember to renew your commitment to God throughout the day and stay disciplined. Look, there's going to be times during the day that you want to just sneak some food, nobody's looking, or you, you literally forgot, you forgot you're on a fast. and You're like, oh my gosh, I blew it. It's Okay. You blew it, get back on the wagon, we all mess up. Because it's your heart you're bringing to God. It's not, listen, tradition, it's not religion. It's you believing, listen, you're activating your faith that you're going to see God do something through the act of fasting. I've said it over and over and over again. It's a spiritual discipline. And I want to conclude with this one I think is so important. Remember, this is spiritual, so it will be difficult. It is me suppressing my flesh and saying no to to food. I will tell you every day that I'm on a fast. I'm hungrier than I ever am. I'm on a fast today. And what happens? I come to the office and they bring churros in. They bring food in. They're bringing all kinds of these goody treats in. Everybody's running around with, and the Holy Spirit just says, which do you want more? Oh man, I wanted a churro so bad today. I'm going to be honest with you. I even picked one up. I had a little sugar on my fingers and Holy Spirit said, really? and you go, Tammy, really? Do you feel that way? I do feel that way because listen, it's a commitment I've made. It's a commitment I've made that there's certain things during my fast that I will give up and I will give to God. And I will allow, because listen, when my flesh is hungry, it's a reminder to me that I am pushing in and pushing through for supernatural things, things my flesh can't give me, things my will can't give me. So everything in your fleshly desire is going to get activated and stirred up. You're going to want everything. It seems, like you can't have, but if you have the mind of Christ... You're going to push through and you're going to see what you're asking God for. You're going to see your miracle. You're going to see your breakthrough. You're going to see your answer. You're going to see the very reason you're fasting come to fruition. So my friend, is fasting important? Oh, I think it's more than important. I think it's necessary. I think it's necessary to see the breakthroughs that you need in your life. I think it's necessary to see the supernatural miracles that you want in your life. So I want to encourage you. This is a spiritual discipline along with all the other ones in this series. And I'm going to ask you to go back. If you've just stumbled upon us today on YouTube or on my podcast, go back and listen to the other spiritual disciplines that we've recorded and make sure that you literally are activating your spirit man, not just your flesh, but your spirit man and its strong in these principles of discipline in your life. So guys, I want to thank you for joining us. Whether you're watching me right now on our YouTube channel, thank you so much. And can I ask you a favor? Would you pass this on to someone that maybe is contemplating what they need to do for a breakthrough? Maybe they need to fast. Would you literally pass this on? And we'd love for you to subscribe to our channel and push that bell for notifications. And maybe you've found us on on my podcast. We're so glad that you're here. As you know, I love to coach you and be a pastor to you. So follow us in all of our social media feeds. We love to fill you with lots of information, encourage you. And we believe that the best is yet to come. God's got so much more for you. So thanks for joining us. Stay tuned next week. We'll have our last episode for fasting or for, for spiritual disciplines. And I believe God has so much more for you. So guys, have a great day. We love you. God bless.